<clears throat> and welcome everyone to the second episode of the Talking Peach Podcast. I'm your host, Iman, and I'm here joined with my fellow fellow Braves fan and enthusiast, Aryan. How's it going today? I'm good. Glad to be here. Yeah, so uh, I know you watched the game today. I watched the game. We all watched the game today. Amazing, amazing, amazing start by Kyle Wright. He did really good. And then he got into a jam. He got in a couple jams when we got out of it. But we did really good, you know. 4-0 win over the Mets. Bullpen did phenomenal. And so let's get into the main topic today. Let's just touch on current status of Mike uh, Fultonevich. As we all remember in the last podcast, we did talk about how Mike Fultonevich got DFA'd. And he has basically... No one picked him off of a waiver. So he has cleared all of his waivers. And Atlanta decides to bring him back. And he is down in Gwinnett. So we have Mike Fultonevich. He's down. He's not on the 40-man roster anymore. But he is down in Gwinnett. And we're just hoping to see some good, good outcomes by him. So he can, I guess, come back onto Make the main squad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so... The steps for him to do that successfully is people were saying and inside the clubhouse were saying that main reason why Fulte has lost his VLO, for any of y'all that don't know, he was topping out at like 98 a couple years ago. Uh, last year still hitting 96, very, very good VLO. Now this year he can barely hit 92. That, that's like the top and consistently only hitting 90 and that's just not going to cut it in the MLB. And I think that was a big part of his game because he relies on fastballs. And um, they say, like, uh, for him to get that velo back, he has to gain weight. And he lost a bunch. And that's going to be, like, the key for him to get back to his tip-top shape. Yeah, yeah, we just have to wait and see what's going to happen next because, if anything, they might just release him at the end of the season or by the end of the time where they think he's no more reliable and they think he's no more viable to the team and that he is gone and that there's no point in helping him anymore. So we'll just have to see what's going to happen later on in the future. But as of right now, Fulte is on the 40-man roster. He's not on the 40-man roster, I'm sorry. But if the Braves do see some progress and some good good stuff then they will call him back up and they will give him another chance up there but i'm assuming that if he screws back up that he is gone and that we no longer have him on our team no one picked him up so i don't know what he's going to do we'll just have to see time will tell only time will tell he just has to work on it he does look very sick a lot of people have said he looks very very skinny he's very skinnier and he looks very sick so I don't know what's going on with Fulte. Fulte, if you're hearing this, see a doctor, bud. Like, something's definitely not right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, a lot of y'all might not know, but the St. Louis Cardinals were tested positive a couple of days ago. And ever since then, every single day afterwards, they have been getting more and more positive tests back. So they have canceled the rest of the series with the Milwaukee Brewers. And then during that series, Lorenzo Kane. A big part of the 
a big, big part of the Brewers opted out of the season. And we'll just have to, I don't know what's going to happen because of a lot of these players like the Braves and a lot of other teams, they have worked their work their butts off to make sure they're following the guidelines and that they are doing everything it takes to become to become like negative and to play so they can play the game they love their job and they can make the money support their families and stuff and there's these other teams that are just you know not doing anything they want and they are you know just out here What are they doing out here? They're out here going to casinos and clubs. Like the Marlins went to a club and then the Cardinals went to a casino. And no wonder they're sick. Yeah, and I know this probably isn't as like easy to do in the MLB. But, you know, the NBA has the bubble where pretty much you can't leave unless you get the permission to leave. And that you have to have a really good reason to leave. And that's why the NBA has only had a few positive cases and if the MLB could just revert to something like that, which I know it's too late, but they should have, where they had like some type of bubble system, that would have worked perfectly to where you'd still be able to play your games, there still wouldn't be fans there, and you wouldn't have the uh, problems with rescheduling games and stuff like that due to COVID. You wouldn't have to play double headers and all that. It's just a big hassle, and you're going to have to make up games. Yeah, I honestly think that they should just cancel out the seasons for the Cardinals and for the Marlins before they potentially start getting other teams sick. Like, I know Phillies, a couple of people got tested positive, but it was no one big and no one really that important. So we're, they were really fine with that. And so I honestly think that they should just cancel those two seasons before more and more teams start getting sick. And then they end up canceling the whole season and everything that they've worked really hard on to start is gone and we do not need that everyone missed baseball so much in their sports and we finally got it back and everyone would hate it if they just take it it away yeah these teams are like ruining it for everyone else like just do your part that's why some of these teams have the braves we haven't had any new cases no we haven't had a single new case no one's been tested positive nothing at all we have been very cautious very safe we wear our masks we do everything right we do this we take everything very very seriously and uh, so many games are postponed because of this and i'm just afraid that it's going to get to a point where they end up canceling the season and we do not need that to happen and i mean like the team should honestly take notes i know we're being biased a little because we're brave fans. take notes from the braves not just the For Braves. Example, take notes from the Braves, the Angels, any yeah, other team. No. Just take notes from every other team besides yeah. the Mets. I mean, not the Mets. The Marlins and the Cardinals. Every other team has been doing excellent jobs. Braves, all managers and coaches, you know, obviously they're older. Everyone's wearing a mask no matter what. Players, uh, even young guys like Acuna who, like, don't really have much of a risk to get it. They're not taking any chances. Acuna puts his mask on after every time he gets on base, which isn't much. We'll get back. We'll get onto that later. But yeah, it just if players could just follow those um, rules and like if they could just follow that, that would just follow be the rules and regulations, and everything will just be okay. And baseball will resume, and everything will be as as well as it can be. the The Braves are on a little bit of a hot streak. If you didn't see. We have won our past five games, 
Undefeated at home. Undefeated at home. Ever since we came home, we have been hitting the ball red hot. Our bats have come alive. We're destroying the ball. We're hitting the ball. Acuna. Acuna finally woken up. He was out of that long, long way to slump it from waiting for. He finally hit a home run and was very, very happy about it. That ball rushed out of there in a hurry at his third hardest hit ball at 113 miles per hour. So, that's a very, very good thing. And, like, people were, Braves fans were kind of hating on Acuna because he couldn't hit. And I was getting kind of worried, too. But you have to, like, realize it's new season, not much preparation. Um, Acuna, one of the best hitters in baseball, he's not getting meatballs. He's not getting meatballs like guys, uh, like other guys, such as like Ender and Ciarte and Austin Riley. He's not getting those fastballs right down the pipe. I mean, he. he I mean, him. he. I mean, he does get a lot of those, but he just he was been so much in a slump that he just couldn't hit them. He just could not hit them at all. He has been struggling so much. His timing was so off. He was swinging at balls in the dirt. He was missing fastballs right down the freaking pipe, and he could not touch them. And we have no idea why. Everything was so off by him, and it just made everyone so upset. Ah, uh, yeah, sure, I guess. Jacob, I think he was looking, like. He was kind of sitting off speed every time there was a fastball. And it was just, he was just in his head. He didn't know what to expect. But now that he's getting, if you notice, he's getting into deeper counts, which is helping him get better hits, better contact, more walks, which is important for a guy like Acuna with lots of speed. And it's yeah. crazy how the Braves are hot. And this guy's just now getting started. Yeah, let's just hope he's getting started. Let's not hope he just had a one game and he's done. Because that would be terrible. I'm really worried about Ozzy Albies because he's doesn't look like he's handed the ball too well. And I'm just scared that he's not going to end up doing the best this season. And that will uh, lose a lot of outcome games because he is not hitting the ball like he usually does. Well, I know they just announced that the wrist stiffness, like, like the, yeah, he's been yeah, out. the wrist. I, I know, I know they announced it a couple like two days ago. That's why he sat. But you know, injuries like that, players sometimes just don't know about it, or they don't want to say anything about it because they think they're fine. So uh, Aussie could have been doing that. He could have just been playing through it. No, he. But, I mean, they said that he can still play. It's just stiffness. I mean. Nothing should really go wrong with the stiffness. I mean, yeah. it's good that no. they're taking the precautions with it. Precautions, yeah. But they did say he's still on the bench and he can still bat. Like, he's on the lineup. If they wanted for him to pinch hit today, they could have called him out. He's just not on the starting lineup. Yeah, now that's good, you know. it's We're up 2-0 in the series. I mean, a sweep is nice, but, you know, just give guys a rest day. Get that. Um, durability is very important as an athlete. You have to be able to go out in and out every day and work your hardest. And yeah, it's okay to and, take, take a day off. Um, we'll just have to see how Ozzy goes on for the rest of the season. But um, things are going very, very well for us. For instance, like I know in the very, very beginning of the season, our bullpen kind of let us down in game one, and they let us down a lot in those two games that we had in Tampa Bay. But after those two games in Tampa Bay. We came home, right? And what? And our bullpen heated up. Our bullpen has been cooking up some stuff. AJ Minter is back to his old self. He's throwing gas. 
he is throwing good, good stuff, and he's striking everybody out, and that's what we like to see. Chris Martin, he's doing very, very well too. Everyone in that bullpen is showing that they deserve and that they have that we as Atlanta Braves have the best bullpen in baseball. That is the statement that they're making. The numbers just don't lie. T- today, Braves bullpen threw 5.2 innings, gave up zero runs. Last night, bullpen comes in, only gives up one run off of Puke Jackson. But uh, outside of him, um, 4.1 solid innings from Tomlin, Minter, and O'Day. Um, day before that, now, we we were dug into that huge hole. That was the game where the Braves came back. But that bullpen did a really good job. Um, back half that game, 6th, 7th, 8th inning. Um, not 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth inning. Uh, calling up, you know, bringing that bullpen together and not allowing many runs to go through. Because those would have been insurance runs at the time. Because Braves didn't take the lead to the bottom of the 8th. And that just set Chris Martin up to get the save, which was amazing. Amazing job by us to set them up. Uh, Rays series, we pitched great from the bullpen, gave up no runs in one game. Um, it's just great to see a bullpen that is working as a team. And It's great to see the Rays bullpen that has struggled so much over the past couple years to show how dominant that we can be, show how amazing and good, well they are hitting. And we don't have our best best reliever yet. Will Smith still hasn't been called up yet. Will Smith is still doing his rehab uh, i guess you could call it rehab but his practice down in gwinnett and we should see him very very soon and once we see him it's gonna be game over we are going to take the freaking division all the way we are gonna have by far the best we already have the best bullpen in the league and with the addition of will smith we're just gonna be even better we're gonna be just unstoppable and like on paper any other baseball fan outside of the east because they've seen us play on paper you would look at our bullpen and be like, who are these guys? Guys like Tyler Madzek getting a chance. Honestly, I could see him winning comeback player of the year. That guy has been pitching light out for us. AJ comes back up. It's just, it's going to be amazing. Trap with JD and how we had him for such a short period of time and then he was gone. And we didn't act up on resigning him. So I just say that we go ahead and we offer them some uh, longer extended contracts because we know we're going to need them in the future. And we know we're going to do so much better with them. So I and just. Uh, Ozuna, I, I heard a stat today. Ozuna's betting 500 on fastballs. That's incredible considering that most of the time in at bats, in like a 6% at bat, you're probably going to see at least two fastballs. And that's just amazing. Batting 500 on fastballs. And uh, Darno, wow. I mean, the addition of him was just amazing. It was a great, great signing. Not too much money. Multi-year, too, which is perfect. He's yeah. going to bring that production that we needed. We did, we, did have tra- we did have Travis Darno's brother, Chase, back in 2016 and 2017. Chase was a very, very nice guy. I remember I met him back in 2016. At one of these, like, um, I forgot, I'm not sure where it was exactly. I think I met him one day outside of the stadium after a game out of Turner Field. He was a very, very nice guy. And his brother at the time was playing for the Mets. And Mets was our biggest rival. They still are. And we just, we, they were unstoppable at the time. 
they did end up winning the or go to the World Series in 2015. And Travis Darno was a big, big part of that. He helped them a lot. And then last year, he did get released by the Mets. And then he got picked up right by the Rays. And then he absolutely popped off on the Rays and did so, so super phenomenal on that playoff, playoff team. And I'm so happy that he's on the Braves now. Now we can say we have both Darno brothers. And I just, I can't wait to see what is in store for us. So that is something to really, really look forward to. And um, I wanted to get into the subject of um, what we're going to do later on with uh, center fielders. Because we all know we have Ender and Ciarte. But by popular demand... Trade. We all trade. Everyone wants them to trade Ender and Ciarte. As much as everyone loves Ender in the outfield because of his glove, we all know that Ender and Ciarte is not a hitter. Ender and Ciarte cannot hit the baseball. He does get these little, sometimes he dinky does. bloopers. Dinky bloopers, or sometimes he hits the ball hard, but he's not consistent enough. He's not really consistent enough in the outfield anymore ever since last year in the injury. But I still... I don't know what's going to happen when they call up Christian Pache and they the end future. up literally Drew Waters and Christian Pache, Chris, two of the top ranked outfielders two in the, the minor league system. Yeah. And those guys, just imagine this outfield Acuna, Pache, and Waters. <sighs> I'm, my mouth is getting watery. Just, we'll just have to see what they're going to do once they call up because he's still on the 40-man roster and once he gets healthy they're going to call him up 100 percent. there's no way they're not going to call him up he's got the speed he's got the power he's got everything he's literally acuna and he's, he's his glove is amazing too he's just as good as, as nciarte yeah he's just as well as nciarte he's just as well as acuna he's acuna he is the younger version of acuna he's gonna be acuna and he's gonna be do stuff big and he's gonna be another big for all we know if he comes up he can honestly have a chance of winning rookie of the year if he plays if he gets called up soon enough he might have a chance of winning rookie of the year we'll just have to see how his numbers play out and we all knew that austin riley did have that little like Good game against. Um, he had that little small stretch of good games, but Austin Riley cannot hit the ball, and Austin Riley has ended up becoming a very, very terrible, 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 very terrible hitter. And I just do not like him on the team anymore. And I just don't think he's literally a liable option. I don't think he's viable to us anymore. I just think we should just send him back down because he obviously either needs more time or he just needs to be released. He's not good anymore. Austin well, Riley just I had think, one I good mean, stretch. Like his like today he had the big double which kind of led us to that big third inning or no not third whatever inning it was where we scored all our runs that all started because of a riley double well yes one riley double it's so well big deal riley's batting batting average is i believe it's under under 100 but no it's definitely like i would say under 100 no i mean he's i guess like the one home run he has. Austin Riley is batting 115. Before today's game, he was batting one. He was batting 087. Austin Riley cannot hit the ball. I just say, if Brian Snicker is, is hearing this, stop playing Austin Riley. I'd much rather have Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall has way better of a glove. He oh, is yeah, no, way better of a hitter. Adam Duvall needs to stay on this team. Adam Duvall is what we have. 
I prefer to have Adam Duvall there. Yeah, Adam Duvall is a stud. Yes. And um, I just don't know anymore, guys. With this whole... I don't know. I'm just very com, com uh, contemplated. Is that the word? Uh, no. Let's talk. Let's talk starting pitching real quick. Now, as you knew, as some of us Brave fans knew, going into that race a uh, road series, we were kind of screwed. We knew we did not have starting pitching. Hey, Kyle Wright. Okay, okay. Kyle Wright has actually proved to us that he is a phenomenal pitcher and that he is worth being on that rotation. Today was his day to prove to us and to prove to Brian Snicker and Alex Anthopoulos that that is his spot in the rotation that no one should take it. And honestly, by today's performance and the last couple of performances, I believe that he has earned that spot. And I believe that that spot is now his and that no one's going to really take it from him. I just really hope that they also agree on that and they'll keep him there because Kyle Wright can yes, do it. He has, he has 100% earned that spot. Um, but like I said, going into that road stand, we were, we kind of saw that our starting pitching wasn't there, and some of us were hopeless. We Faulty. thought we had two, we had two good pitchers, Freed and Soroka, and we were kind of thinking it's kind of hard to win with two pitchers, and they swept us in that road series, two game series. They took both, but we come home, Soroka on the mound, bang, dub, Freed on the mound, bang, dub. Oh, that momentum, I know that built confidence. Just for Sean Newcomb to absolutely tear it down. He does not deserve a starting pitching spot. I don't even I would I wouldn't even give him another chance, but we probably will. And if he does prove his spot, then he proves it. Congratulations. But if not, he's just gotta get DFA'd. He 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 doesn't have the stuff. He can't locate. He walks from the batters, gets in too much trouble. But Tuki Toussaint and Kyle Wright Amazing. Yes, Amazing. yes. I just say we just go after starting pitching. We find a starting pitcher that we can rely on, and that's good. And we call them up. Or we go and find someone on the market, and we either try to trade for them, or we try to maybe sign a contract on a free agent. Who knows? We just have to work on getting our starting pitching. And we we have our bullpen set now. Now all we have to do is work on our starting pitching. Now let's talk about a trade real quick. Now, like we were talking about Endurance Yarte, you know, he's just not himself anymore. But he's a great trade value. Uh, teams would give up a starting pitcher for him. And Honestly, prospect. I don't know about that because Endurance Yarte does have good... He has a good glove, okay? His bat's not there anymore. He does have a tendency to get injured lately. So I don't know what they'll do if we do have him. I don't know what his trade value will be anymore. Because honestly, the only trade I can see them making for him is if we trade him for Dallas Keuchel again. Dude, Dallas Keuchel is... He's 2-0 this year. I'm going to just say that. Dallas Keuchel's a very... I would prefer... For instance, we right now we have... Lefty, uh, we have righty, lefty, righty, and if we count Tukey on the lineup, that's another righty. But hey, I, I, I need idea. Cole Hamels to get healthy again, so the Cole Hamels come back, come back in the spot. That'll be a lefty, righty, lefty, righty, and then we just need one more pitcher on this roster. And I don't know who we would take. I would, I would like to call up Ian Anderson, give his MLB debut, see how give he's doing. Give him a chance. There. Give him a chance. Yes, please give him a chance. I give him a chance over Newcomb. I'd give him a chance. I'd give Tucker Davidson Tucker a chance. Davidson. I'd give a lot of these prospects chances. I'd give who else do we have? Uh, 
Hunscar, you're not. He, uh, you know, yeah. uh, I just, I know down to Gwinnett, he pitched a starting, but when he got called up, they took him out of the bullpen because of the velocity he had. There's a lot of yeah. pitches you guys can try, but, um, we just have to focus on maybe calling up a pitcher or, uh, finding a pitcher on the market and just try trading him. Cause, um, we could trade for Dallas Keiko again. We could try to trade. I don't know who we would trade though. If we try to trade for, let's say, um, someone like um, Bueller. Honestly, we'd be yeah. Let's like, say if we try to try no. to try to trade for Bueller, right? They'd try. No, they'd ask us. Trading. They would ask us to give. They would ask us to give uh, like a uh, either a draft pick or two of our best prospects and uh, an Ender, but they don't need the outfielder. We have to find a team that needs an outfielder. And that needs and that was willing to give up a starting pitching and for the I know the exactly outfitter. what we could do. Okay, we trade. I know this is kind of a long shot, but personally, I would love to see Mike Clevenger in a Braves jersey. That guy is a stud pitcher. Shane Bieber. What are you talking about? No, they're not, they're not giving up him, dude. 27 strikeouts in 14 innings. That's not happening. What team needs a... Okay, how about this? How about this? I know the... I think the Red Sox need a center fielder. Since nah, they lost... Jackie Bradley Jr. Oh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Okay. Well, they can't use like a left fielder or right fielder anyways. Oh, I did see we could acquire Lance Lynn or Mike Miner. Which dude? Lance Lynn Mike, or Mike No, Miner? no, no. Mike Miner. Mike Miner, 100%. I take Mike Miner over Lance Lynn any day. Mike Miner is royalty to the family. Mike Miner has had so many great, 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 great memories with this ball club. I can just remember that 20-2012 season and that 20, I it's believe. Honestly, if we do trade that, it's just going to come down to does Braves front office want another lefty or are they going to rely on Cole Hamels coming back? Thing is, Cole Hamels hasn't shown any improvement. We haven't heard any good news by Cole Hamels. And we're kind of screwed right there. That's why I think we have we go Mike Miner. Mike Miner, the if, if we bring back Mike Miner, it'll. I'm telling you, uh, the fans would have just loved it. But he is very good in the clubhouse. I've heard over the times that he has been here, that he is a very good clubhouse guy. He's a veteran. He knows veteran, the yes. he knows the ball club well. He has good chemistry with a lot of the players. So I think this is a very good. Thing if we try to pick up Mike Miner. Mike Miner could really develop Max Freed into a. Oh, Mike Miner would help Max Freed so much. Like, for instance, how um, a big reason why, to, uh, what's his name? Travis Darno wanted to come here was because of uh, veteran Tyler Flowers and because of our coach Sal Fasano. And if you guys don't know who Sal is, Sal is a very, very big bullpen and catching coach for us. And he helped um, Travis a lot, and it was a very, 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 very good thing, and I'm very glad for that. And our bullpen set, our hitting is set. We just have to work on a couple things on our hitting, a couple things on our lineup, and we'll be fine. We just have to work on starting pitching. And after that, we will have an amazing team, and we should have a really good chance to win the World Series. I'm not saying we don't have a good chance right now. We have a really good chance right now. We just have to fix our starting starting rotation then. We will have even a better chance to win this World Series. And Snitker can't mess up managing again in the playoffs. He just can't do it again. 
He didn't really mess up. Dude, I mean, come on. You're giving your two best pitchers one combined start. That, yeah. But at the and time, giving... but at the time, they wanted to go with a veteran for the big game. And after Fulty, after he had that really good game, and then he just blew it that game. And it's not Snit's fault. It's Fulty's fault. No, you know what actually is Snit's fault? He wanted Soroka to pitch the road game. And he pitched game three, right? But yeah. Who pitched game one in that series? It was Keiko, correct? Keiko. Keiko came pitch game Keiko. one and game now, four. Look, 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 game four was on the road. If Soroka pitches game one, he can also pitch game four. And you wanted Soroka to pitch on the road? You got it. So that that could have been that. I would have liked to see. Four. I would have liked to see uh, Max Fried start game five instead game of five. Fulty. And you could even come get Fulty out of the pen. It's yeah. Poor management by the Braves there. I still, he's still the 2018 National League Manager of the Year, and he's still by far probably one of the best managers in all of baseball. And if he could win it two years in a row, and if the voting was not biased towards the Cardinals, we could have definitely had a two-year Manager of the Year award. Yeah, I mean, I guess they, I guess the Cardinals proved that they deserved. Cardinals, Cardinals didn't really deserve to win that game. It was Fulty's fault. That's why they got swept by the Nationals. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. And they got what they deserved. And honestly, it's they got what's the best of them. So thank you, everyone, for joining the second episode of the Talking Chop podcast. We'll hear more from Arian in another podcast, too. Uh, you know, we make podcasts after every big update and on every single Sunday podcast will come out. Thank you guys so much for joining and I'll see you in the next one.